Thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Dwell in the Land. Our purpose is to make sure that wherever you are repositioned, either in another country, in another city, wherever God will put you in, we want you to be able to dwell in that land. That's what our podcast is about. And my name is Rocco Tusi. I'm your host. I have with me today a special guest. He's going to introduce himself to you before we be begin to handle some questions that I believe will benefit you. So stay tuned. Our guest, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome, sir. My name is Shion Penel. I... Let me say I'm into house remodeling. Some people call it renovation, but we call it remodeling. So that's what I do. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate you, Shion, for uh, accepting our invitation to share your experience. And we're going to be asking you some questions. I believe uh, all our listeners are really going to be blessed as they're listening to you today. And our first question to you is, uh, in your opinion, why do you think people relocate? Why do you think people move to another country, move to another city, move to another state? I, I think basically because they are looking for, in quotes, greener pasture, depending on the family or sometimes it might be couples you know trying to meet each other trying to live in one in the same place so maybe the man has to move to meet the woman and they live together but basically it's for greener pasture so so you just mentioned two categories of uh, people who move or number one because of economic reason they want a better life and then we have another category because uh, they got married or because of relationship. They have to move from one place to the other. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, really, it's not. It's, it's good to know that it's not only for economic reason, but also for relationship reason. And maybe there are some other reasons that uh, people will be able to share with us as we have other guests in the future. But I want to ask you again, before you relocated to the United States, what was your profession? And are you still on the same career path or you have changed? Okay, um, back from where I came from, I came from Africa and basically what I do back then was home renovations too, but it was basically kitchen remodeling and bathroom remodeling. That was strictly what I was doing back then. But when I came in here, I still do the same thing, but on a broader scale. So I do full renovation now, full house renovation now. So, so you're relocating to the state from Africa, has expanded your, your, your business, uh, but you are still on the same line of business. Yes, sir. Uh, can you share with us uh, one major reason uh, you know, uh, that you decided to stay on the same career? Or the same business, you know, doing the same thing. When I mean, the United States uh, is a place with a lot of opportunities. So why it is that you decided to stay on the same uh, career and the same business you've been doing in Africa? Yeah, because back back home, I was able to gather so many 
experience in that field. And when I got him here, you know, I, I met with my pastor, the, you know, the pastor of the church I attended, you know, Pastor Rokbotusin, and the first thing he asked me was, what can I do with my hands? Like, if I were to get paid right now, what can I do with my hands? And then I thought back, you know, I've been handy back home. I've made, I do this kitchen myself. I do this wardrobe myself. Those are things I can do. And it was like, okay, let me hook you up with someone that does the same thing, that can show you the path. So I was fortunate to meet somebody that does what I was doing back home in a larger scale. So Mr. Dennis, he was able to show me all I need to know. I worked with him for a while and he was able to show me all I need to know in that regards. But I stayed on it because I tried other things, but it wasn't something I was passionate about. So I realized that this field, aside the fact that it's something I can build a life on in a future time, is also something I'm passionate about because it gives me a lot of, um, how do I call it now? I feel comfortable or let me say a sense of achievement when I'm trying, when I'm able to bring to existence what was not there, you know, for instance, you get to a place and there's no floor and the client wants a new floor and you are able to transform that place to something that the client is happy. So seeing a client happy is a lot of, Aside the money is a lot of satisfaction, so that's why I stayed on. There are certain things that you mentioned, uh, which is really fascinating. Number one, the fact that you already had experience doing it before you came to the United States, and that was a good foundation for you, being knowing that you can build on your experience. And I think that's something a lot of people don't uh, actually try to uh, build upon. They they let go of what they the experience they used to have, and they have to start all over again. Then another thing you also mentioned was the fact that someone helped you, someone had to hold your hand, uh, which is always very good when you are in any new place, you are in a new city, you are in a new country. You have to, you always need somebody to hold your hand. And I believe that those who are here with us on this podcast will learn from that, that no matter the experience you have, no matter what you are bringing to the table, you still need somebody to hold your hand if you are going to dwell in the land, if you are relocated. Now, I want to I want to ask you any regret at all that you have stayed on this same career, on this same business path? Well, I won't say it's all, it's all rosy. You know, clients differ. You deal with different people. But the regret I would have, you know, mentioned was the things I know now, if I had known earlier, you know, the journey would have been faster. And for instance, I wasn't open to meet new people, you know, people that are not from my community. Wow. Because I had the mindset that, you know, everybody, everybody that is not in my community are racist, you know. So, wow. uh-huh. he, important when we're talking about dwelling in the land, being able to uh, 
being able to accept your new environment. Thank you for mentioning that. Go ahead, sir. So uh, fortunately for me, I was able to meet a Caucasian guy that was like, you know, he really changed my mindset about about that. And, you know, it was one of, at least, let me say, one of my best clients that I've ever worked with. And it helped me so much in understanding that there's a way you do things in your community that can restrict your mindset from growing in a global term. So that I should focus on not just serving the people I'm used to, Mm. so I can work on myself to be more relevant to, on a global scale, not just to the community I represent. So the regret was I didn't learn that faster. Let me, let me ask you, um, everybody will share with, to tell you what they had to go through getting started. Yes, you had the experience. Yes, you, somebody held your hand. But can you share with us some of the uh, whether you call the challenges or whatever you have to do, whatever you sacrifice, whatever you have to put into it for you to, to get started when you finally know this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go all the way. I, 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 what did you have to put together to be able to do that? Okay, for me, like I said, I worked with someone who showed me how this thing is done in this place. Because there's a way it was done where I was, and there's mm. a way it's done here. Wow. So the person that was able to that showed me was like a foundational um, distance for me to start off, and then I was able to register a business, which I didn't do early enough because I didn't know I could register my business just like that. So. I was able to register my business. I was able to get a complimentary card. You know, so basically when you tell somebody that this is what I to do, the first thing they ask you is, do you have a card? And I didn't know I could just print up a card from the internet or I could just get to an office depot to print a complimentary card. So I was able to do that, which were foundational distance for a startup. And right now, because I didn't settle for this, uh, for this part early enough when I got here, it was just like a survival mode when I got here, yeah. you know. It's like a hustle. Yeah. So, but over time, I had to ask myself questions. Is this what I actually want to do in the long term or it will still be like a survival um, this thing. So when I had an opportunity to relocate to another place, I was thinking, if I go there, what do I want to go and do there? Will I, you know, go start off doing something else? Then I remember, you know, a book I read that says when you're relocating, it's not always easy for you to, start off something new. It's better you lay, you know, lay foundation on what you already know and look for people that can help you grow in that field. So I decided to like, okay, let me focus on what I know 
that I'm used to that I can actually build a life on because the end game is to own estates, build estates, which is something that is very possible here. And thank God I could see people around me that I meet now who are young guys like me who are doing the same thing on a larger scale. So I'm like, okay, it's something doable. So that's why I settled for it. I like what you said about being motivated. You know, you have to you have to surround your people with people with people who will motivate you. You always have to surround yourself with people who are going to where you want to go, and that kind of challenge you rather than just surrounding yourself with people who are looking up to you. So uh, that, that's I we want to really appreciate you for mentioning that. Now I want I want you to also address this for us for people who are listening to us who have technical skills and don't know how, what, what, how will you, what counsel are you going to give to them? They have, they have skill, they, 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 maybe they are handy, whatever skill that they have. What, how will you advise them? What will you tell them one-on-one or as they listen? Okay, I'll say if you're already here, I think you need to have a game plan. Because most of the time, what we do is just to go into survivor mode. We just want to make money. And you can linger in that survivor mode for a long time. And before you know it, five years is gone. All you do is just to make stipend, just to pay bills. Mm. But you need to ask yourself, is this something I want to do on the long term? Or is it just for survival? If you decide it's a long-term thing, then you need to have a game plan. Number one, what is my major? What can what is what do I actually want to major in? For my field now, you can decide to be a plumber, just mm. a plumber. Because one of the mistakes I made earlier was I was doing everything. Mm. So it was difficult for me to grow um, quickly. Because today I'm a sheet rock, tomorrow I'm on painting, the next one I'm on carpentry. So before I come back to get a carpentry job, maybe in the next one month. Yeah. So it's difficult to grow that way. So if you decide to be a plumber or maybe a carpenter, that's your major. Focus on that. And number two is who will my mentor be? Who will show me? how to do this thing on a professional scale. Mm. Not just, you know, um, a handyman level just to service little. Because if you are able to do that heavily enough, then it will be easier for you to locate who is doing it on that scale you desire and then serve under them. Because I realized that in this field, everybody needs help. Yep you need to walk up to them and tell them, this is what I love doing. I'm ready to work with you because I want to learn. I've met a couple of friends that way that has shown me, you know, things that I would have paid for. Mm. And once they know that you are actually, you are ready to learn, they will take you in and teach you instead of you starting off by yourself. Because mentoring in this field, they will show you how to negotiate. They will show you the kind of clients to avoid. They will show Mm. you the kind of clients 
to pursue yeah. and they will show you things that can actually cause trouble that you won't see because the money is attractive you 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 double into it but from them from their own um, experience they know that they, this is trouble in the future so i would say look for somebody who is doing this thing on a larger scale and work with them for a while and lastly if you decide to stand by yourself who will my client be who do i want to focus on yeah who do i want to service if you want to service your community then you know that you need to and one of the things i would like to say is if you fo- your community can help you grow because based on sentimental attachment oh is my person is my person let me give him the job they will help you but one thing you shouldn't do is to get familiar because that's one thing our people want to do once they call you on phone be strictly professional even if you know the person or you spoke to the person yesterday in your dialect don't talk to any clients in your dialect be professional strictly professional it helps you set a standard up front so when you are not negotiating money it would be easier for you to you know negotiate on a professional level because the moment you start up speaking your dialect it's easy for you guys to double into familiarity testing and i think networking too helps look for people that are doing the same thing that you want to do and try and discuss because you can share ideas together and experience together so that's what i can yeah let me ask you assuming you are still in africa now because some people are still in africa some people are still in idaho they are still in uh, seattle washington maybe they want to relocate to dallas or they are in africa they want to relocate to the united kingdom or come to the united states of america uh, what what should they uh, what advice do you have do you have for them uh, when it comes to career and businesses i would say ask questions because you need to before you relocate you need to ask questions and you need to ask the right people the right questions because for instance let's say you are in africa and you do it and you want to relocate you need to look for people who are into it here and tell them this is what i know how to do how can this benefit me in that place so they will tell you oh maybe you need to take this certification to hire to what you have so that when you come in here it can be like leverage or maybe you need to you know do this training and if it's my field i would say or oh, learn painting or learn how to paint cars because that's a big deal here mm. auto painting is a big deal yeah you you are just want the business idea right there <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice yeah it's really a big deal because you can hardly find africans in that mm-hmm. field and basically africans don't like doing andy work mm-hmm. and it's really a big deal that's why like the mexican community they are thriving well in that area because we assume it's dirty work 
and it's fun. It's it's creative because you are turning an old car to something new. Yeah. So I think when you ask questions, watch YouTube. The thing you want to do, basically, most of it are on YouTube. You can get mm. so many ideas from YouTube that can prepare you. And I'll say training. Yeah, like I said earlier, training. Because you might need, when you ask questions, they will tell you what you need to do. And, you know, by the time you prepare yourself, by the time you get here, you realize that you don't have to quit what you were doing because you're already prepared to dwell in the land. Any mistake, uh, do you, uh, any mistake at all that you will avoid if you have to start all over again? I know you share some of the things you do differently, but what are those mistakes that you, if you look back now, you say, wow, why did I do that? I think because I didn't start off with a game plan, so it took me a longer route. So mm. if I have to start up, I'll start up with a game plan. You know, what I actually want to do. I'll be intentional and strategic. What I mean by intentional is, you know, in my field, People call you, hey, come do this for me, come do this for me. If you are not intentional with the kind of client you want to service, you can you will want to work, do the job for anybody that calls you to come work. Mm. And that way you won't be able to build class and standard because anybody will just call you to do some stuff. And by the time you tell them your charge, people, your community people, people that are used to you, will easily say, Oh, this guy is too expensive, or maybe. Uh, this guy has pride or stuff but if you are strategic and if you are intentional you'll be able to know that this is this kind of client is a no and there's nothing wrong in saying no to some jobs because i've done some jobs that landed me in trouble that almost Mm. landed me in jail you know (laughs) they've called cops on me on several occasions Mm. and it was because of my lack of experience i didn't know what to avoid and I didn't know what to, you know, what to pursue. And I'll say I kept my circle small mm. because of the fear of going out and getting out there. So I think I would have, if I were to start over again, uh, networking would be the first thing I would do. Let me, let me ask you uh, generally what would be your final thoughts? And let me also ask, will you be willing to help someone who is trying to get into your kind of business? Yeah, I'm, I will be I'm obviously willing. I'm willing to help. But, you know, most of the time, people that want to do a job that come around, it's because they need money now. Mm. So they are not reliable. Mm. So... Once they come in, they show up today and tomorrow you need them, they don't show up. And that's one thing that is very difficult to find in the field, someone to rely on. So if the person is reliable, I will be willing to help. And if, my if final- you look at, just excuse me, if you look at it for somebody who wants to get in now, what do, how, how, how long do you think they have to be able to put in for them to get to a, a, I mean, a, start, a startup level? I mean, if somebody is going to work with you, for example, how, how long will you expect them to put in, you know, as like an apprentice, you know, uh, or as a mentee? 
Well, I would say if you decide to focus on just one thing, like carpentry, mm-hmm. if we do, I don't do carpentry always. And if someone wants to work with me, I can easily recommend that person to all of my friends that does the same thing he wants to major in. So it won't just be working for just me because every one of us need help, like I said earlier. So yeah. when they have jobs, hey, call Matthew. I think, you know, he, he wants to uh, call James. You know? So like that, he's learning from me, learning from Matthew, learning from James. And depending on his willingness, in three, six months, you realize that what took us like three years to do, you're able to do it in six months because of networking and mentoring. Which that, that, that's that's a good contribution. Uh, uh, sincerely speaking, uh, Sheung, God bless America. Do you will you say yes or no? God bless America. I'll say yes. Say <laughs> yes. you have been a blessing to you know this discussion, and I believe a lot of our listeners are going to be blessed. And by God's grace, we are we are expecting you to join us in our uh, business boot camp, and that's going to come up in February because of what you have shared with us today, I believe that a lot of people are going to benefit from it, and that you or people will also be able to ask you more questions that are personal. We are looking at February 2022 for our business boot camp, so we really want to thank you so much for taking your time to be with us. You're and welcome, I will sir. follow you over and over again. Thank you so much. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. well, for all our listeners, we appreciate you for being with us. And uh, please uh, join us as we continue to invite more guests concerning uh, making you comfortable, uh, making you achieving your purpose and the plan of God for your life, wherever God uh, has set you in, whatever nation you are in. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Again, my name is Rocco Tusi. Dwell in the land. Mm-hmm.